0: Bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of sundae voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle Kingdeals
1: zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. Woo! Well, I hope you're sitting comfortably. And we'll begin this week's podcast uh, with Guy and David. And as we like to say we have much to discuss. <laughs> oh, dear, oh dear. And thank you very much to Julian, because there is now a t-shirt, an official t-shirt, which says on it, we have much to discuss. Very kind and, of him, wasn't it? it was. the... What a nice thing to do. I'm delighted to say that he, he and young Julian, um, looked a little bit warmer than they had done last time I saw them. They were wrapped up a bit more against the conditions, but, uh, what a nice thing to do. That there was is on now, Tuesday night, was it? Tuesday, night, Tuesday night. night. There is an official, we have much to discuss t-shirt, which, um, that's a great thing to do, but it was perishing cold up there at uh, Playmore on Tuesday night, wasn't
0: just, it? Just when you thought that spring was in the air, it is. I have uh, got and a th- cold, th- and, and that things might be on the up. Yeah, uh, I, the last time we spoke here, um, well, it, what's happened since? What's happened since?
1: I just did a little bit of housekeeping beforehand. A, I've got a cold, so I sound pretty dreadful. Also, an apology to Gary Hours because when he came. Storming, I think is the word, up to um, to talk to the press on Tuesday night. He was not a happy man, for reasons that we'll come on to in a minute. But he found himself speaking to a a, a shivering goon in a blue woolly hat and pink fingerless gloves. Uh, And uh, I don't think he recognised me. That was me. Um, (laughs) Completely incoherent through the cold, but I'm very pleased to say 100% recall on the shorthand notes as well on on what he said. The old Pittman? The old T-line. Oh, the T-line held up under the pressure. Well done. um, Now... The source of his anger primarily uh, certainly in those first moments after the game because he did come up very quickly, didn't he?
0: It's the earliest he's come out from the dressing room that I can recall since he since he took over yeah. and, and uh, it was a measure of how stirred up he was. He was raging, yeah. wasn't he?
1: Now, I mean, if there are fans over on the popular side who don't see him apart from from a distance if there's ever any doubt about the fact that this is a, a man who takes his football passionately seriously you saw it on Tuesday night, didn't you? Because know yeah, he was he was angry at the referee Sam Allison, and he was angry at his own players as well. I think he
0: was angry at almost everything. Yeah, and, uh, um, he's. Uh, I saw him about three quarters of an hour, an hour later, uh, and he had calmed down a little bit then. I'm pleased to hear And, he, and, and yeah. was apologetic for the, 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 the tone and the manner of how he'd spoken to everybody afterwards. But I did uh, I um, did check him out as well at one point.
1: <laughs> point I have to say because the first thing he said, <coughs> excuse me, he turned around and said. Well, did you think it was a penalty? I, I, I should have said, yeah, actually I did. But I, I didn't say anything. I, I, <laughs> I chickened out. But we'll come to that a bit later as well. Yeah. But, yeah, he, he was not happy with the standard of refereeing. And, and we've spoken about Sam Allison as a referee in the past, haven't we? He,
0: he's he's a guy who he comes from uh, Chippenham in Wiltshire. Um, uh, he, he's played semi-pro football for yeah. many, many years. And when he first came... The last season or the season before, I'm not quite sure. I must say, I thought he, he looked a pretty good ref, or had a, a pretty of good really, ref in the really making. Good
1: games with us, didn't uh,
0: he? and but unfortunately, for one reason or another, uh, almost every time he turns up now, there seems to be loads of controversy. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, everybody unhappy with him in for one reason or another, um, and of course, it continued on on Tuesday night big time. Well, I,
1: I said in the blog during Tuesday's game, and I think you'd said it as well, it's not an original thought, but it, when Mr. Allison referees games, too often the match report ends up being about Mr. Allison, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, now, sometimes it's 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 a little bit easy to go down that road. Uh, um, uh, you know, there are 22 players out yeah. there, plus two loads of benches and touchline teams all putting their six penneth in. Um, and if you. And I know football is a passionate game, and you have to live football in the moment rather than, in other words, it's all very well to look back in the warmth of hindsight. But if you look back on Tuesday night, the game kicked off, really, with United's equaliser Yeah, yeah in yeah. terms of the atmosphere in which the game was being played. Um, when uh, a, a, a Luke Young, ball back into the box from a corner, uh, was hooked out to to George Dowling just on the edge of the box uh, or it dropped to him he hooks the ball back in over the defence it looks as if Brett Williams and uh, uh, Sean McGinty are offside Yeah. Brett Williams certainly in my book looked as if he certainly made a back for the goalkeeper who came to try and win the ball uh, if not actually fouled him Sean McGinty was in, headed it into the goal. Now, obviously, all the Sutton players immediately are furious. Paul Doswell, the manager, is furious. He was very furious. I looked across yeah. straight away after that goal, and the yeah. linesman had not raised his flag, either for offside or for anything else. Yeah. The, the, so the referee presumably looks over, can't see an offside flag, so he gives the goal in that respect. He's then persuaded to go over and speak to the, to the linesman. And presumably the linesman says that he hasn't seen a foul either, so the goal is given. Now immediately, United have now won all because they they would fallen behind after only six minutes. We'll come to that in a minute as well. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, immediately, the game. Uh, uh, Jamie Collins, their captain, is booked for dissent. Paul Doswell, how Paul Doswell and his number two weren't sent to the stand. I'm uh, I sure I don't that know. he was
1: about to send them to the stands. Well,
0: and, and particularly for the way they and now. Don't get me wrong, this was a hugely important match for them as well as for Torquay. They're trying to get into the playoffs or maybe even win promotion. Um, uh, So this was a big deal for them. But, you know, we're talking after 11 or 12 minutes of the match here. There's Mm. still a long way to go. Yeah, Uh, And I think all of us were surprised that Doswell... Um, who I'm sure is a perfectly nice bloke in every other respect, got away with not just the length of time that the, abu- the, the protesting and the abuse kept up, but the manner of it. Yeah. Um, but it didn't. But anyway, now Mr. Allison has to conduct the match, which is pretty sparky, anyway. Yeah. Uh, um, certainly, sudden fie-
1: Fever Pitch. It was. That, it was, and
0: it was really quick tempo, fast, you know, etc., etc., etc. Just before half time. United take the lead uh, with a tremendous piece of opportunism. Ball finish. dropped him yeah. in the box. Yeah. Good finish by by um, uh, 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 Brett, Brett Williams. Williams. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, um, you know, you think this is in first half stoppage time. Yeah. That's when w- w- Williams regained the lead just after the passing of the forty-five minutes. Before, after the three minutes had gone up. Now uh, you score a goal. How long does it take to restart play, yeah. celebrations, etc. Et et <coughs> United, <laughs> and, and, and let's face it, you would hope that they could get through to half-time at that stage. Yeah, through
1: those remaining 50 seconds. Or whatever, or whatever it, was. it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: As it turned out, uh, it, it went over the three minutes of yeah. stoppage time, presumably because Mr. Allison has added on half a minute or whatever yeah. it was. Uh, uh, for, the, for the goal. For the goal and, um, and, and the celebrations and, and yeah. to resta- and to restart play. United then concede an equaliser at 2-all and Gary Owers, who I know makes a note of these things, yeah. three minutes of stoppage time, and he checks it on his watch. And, of course, the equaliser at 2-all goes in after the three minutes of stoppage time. Now, you either get very, very angry about that. I can understand Gary Hours being angry about it because, apart from anything else, how on earth did to Torquay manage to concede yeah. a goal yeah. in those circumstances? But it happens. Uh, but in a way, if you analyse a situation you could argue that mr allison may have been right to add on another yep. half a minute to a minute uh, uh, you know following the, the, the williams goal okay it's 2 all at half time uh, the second half goes on uh, scrappier than the first probably uh, Sorry, um, on, just bring us back a second
1: yeah. on the subject of mr allison then we don't think he got an awful lot wrong in the first half well you, you can we argue can, that. we can explain yeah what he did, and we can explain it, and why he may out. have done yeah. it. That, that yeah. that's
0: absolutely right. Now, whether you've got an argument about his general handling of the game, yeah, about his decision making on fouls and free kicks and 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 etc. 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 That's another thing altogether. Uh, and I'm sure that he's open to criticism in that respect. Yeah. Then, of course, it gets to stoppage time of the actual match yeah. in the last minute. Uh, Louis John, the Sutton right back. Uh, um, Beats Liam Davis on the touchline. Liam Davis does his best to try and get the thing back, chasing him into the box, appears to get too close. <laughs> Down goes Louis John, and the referee, Sam Allison, who stood right on the edge of the penalty area, has a pretty good view of it and gives the penalty. Uh, uh,
1: I, I have a theory about this. I think Liam Davis was distracted by a thousand people shouting, Don't foul him!
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> there you are. And then, uh, uh, sure enough, a penalty is given. Uh, in that moment, and you, everybody can look at the replays, not one United player turned round and seriously protested about the decision. Yeah, it was almost as if they were expecting it, uh, not not expecting the incident, but 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 in other words, they, they were not. They were, it was, in their heart of hearts, I think they thought it might well yeah. have been a penalty. Then nobody went to the referee, not seriously anyway. In fact, several people just turned away. Yeah. Um, uh, I can understand Gary I was being angry about that, um, but I think if you watch the replays, put it like this, if the situation has happened at the other end of the pitch...
1: We claim a penalty, enough, don't we? I yeah. think United
0: yeah. would, would, have, would have been uh, uh, shouting for a penalty in those circumstances. Yeah. Now, you know, don't get me wrong, uh, I don't think Mr. Anderson helped on Tuesday night at times, but on the crucial big decisions yeah. that, that, that affected the outcome of the match... You can argue that did he get an awful lot wrong? No, um, and,
1: and did he cost us the game? No, no.
0: Sutton were the better side over the ninety minutes, and in fairness, Gary Hours is always very honest about all of this. He he certainly hasn't tried to say, mm. look, the referee lost us the match. No, he, he hasn't. He was very critical and quite rightly too of United's defending, yeah. uh, which has now reached. Well, it's beyond worrying. It's proportions. Epic proportions uh, uh, in in isn't the it? last six home games, and admittedly it did kick off with the 4 0 FA Trophy yeah. defeat to Maidstone, United have conceded 17 goals in their last six home games. They're actually better off away from home. Yeah. Um, uh, United's home record now, that was their 10th defeat in 18 home games a season. That's the worst in the division. And they've conceded 27 goals in those 18 games, and I'm pretty sure that's the worst in yeah. the division as well. And this is at, at Plainmore. Where the support uh, after Maiden, after Maiden, the win at Maidenhead, nearly two thousand for the next yeah. time game, yeah. and the support from over the last two games. Um, uh, Gary Hours was was critical of the reaction of some players when they lost four 0 at home to Bromley, and he took yeah. some a couple of younger players off, and people applauded. Uh, and I can understand that as well. Uh, but the support that the crowd have given United in the last two home games—three nil at home to Dagenham and then three-two at home to Sutton on Tuesday night—the crowd have not turned. On Tuesday night, the gate had dropped to thirteen hundred. Yeah. Surprise, surprise! Chelsea beat Barcelona on the box, and you and you Baltic get up there. Correct. As well. You get yeah. the odd, You get the extra four hundred people in after Chippenham for the uh, Dagenham game. And you serve that up, and you lose three 0 at home. Yeah. But at no stage in either of the last two home games has United's fans turned and really got stuck into the team yeah. or, or any r- real individual. I'm sure there were, ind- I'm sure there were shouts, and that's the nature of the game, isn't yeah. it? If you can't handle that, you should go and do something else for a living. But so this is Plainmoor, where most opposition teams. You know, would give their eye teeth to play every single week, yeah. And and yeah. yet this, ho- you know, United's home record over the last well several seasons now has just well not collapsed, but it's got pretty close to to, to collapsing, and it and it's it's. It's mystifying, it's completely yeah. mystifying Isn't it? yeah. It's I mean, a great it's, it's, place to play It's football. a good
1: surface, it's a good stadium right. the, the It's atmosphere a bit windy sometimes but, yeah, but the true, atmosphere but, is
0: decent the, Part of the trouble is, I, I think the vast majority of teams at this level actually look forward to coming and playing at Playmore yeah. It's one of the best places they play at all season Do uh, you think
1: there's a certain anxiety in some of the players when Saturday comes around, do you think that, that, that it, it shows itself on a match day?
0: Well they're professional footballers and they've opted to be professional footballers this is their life and their career now if you are worried about Saturday you should probably have a think about whether this is whether whether you should perhaps take up cross country skiing or something like that which you and I have been watching recently (laughs) but you know what I mean yeah. Saturday should be your big, big day of the week. It should be what you look forward to all through the week. I know Luke Young does. Yeah. I know Rory Keating does. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know you know uh, 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 most of the United players do. But you you wonder sometimes whether one one or two do.
1: The anxiety and, and just seems to creep in, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah.
0: And 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 uh, you you go away from home. There doesn't seem to be that same mm. you know level of nervousness. And it's not because the crowd are getting on at them or waiting to get on at them. Um, it, it's just r- really weird. I, I think it's just another part of the the whole thing that we're all struggling to get our heads round at the well, moment. That the, the situation yeah. of the team, the club, and and uh, and what we've been watching in the last.
1: And the season is ebbing away, isn't it? I mean, you well, know, we, this, we're this really, is we're talking is,
0: yeah. in the wake of seven points out of nine. A tremendously upbeat day at Maidenhead in the mud. In the mud, and three home games to come.
1: From which I think we said last week we'd, we'd be looking to get seven points. We'd settle for six. But nothing less. Now we'll be lucky to get three.
0: Well, it's United got to within five points, four plus their inferior goal difference, of getting out of the bottom four after Maiden. Another
1: apology. Another apology to Pete on the on the tickets on uh, on Tuesday night because he said you said on the podcast last week that we could be out of the relegation zone by Tuesday, Um, and I did, and I apologise because I should have known better.
0: Well. Uh, I, I think last Saturday, and, and, and we are talking about two games, aren't we? We're yeah. talking about uh, Dagenham and Sutton. Uh, I, I just think people walked away on Saturday, and they, they, were, they were dumbfounded yeah. as to how that could happen. After, With the situation that the team is in, uh, you know, after seven points out of nine, a hugely upbeat day at, at, at Maidenhead. Right. Okay, anything could happen on a football pitch. Any result can happen. We know that in this division particularly more more than any other. But to get thumped like they did last Saturday by Dagenham, a team which had been forced to sell nearly all their best players, that had two kids on the bench that had never kicked a ball in senior football, uh, 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 cobbling together aside, and United were sorted out big time.
1: Second best. Because if anybody didn't see the two games, Torquay... Tuesday night's performance was deeply flawed, but Saturday's performance was awful, well, wasn't it? Well, it? it
0: just really, you know... And, and by the way, 0-0 um, at half-time, wasn't it? Yeah, think, it was. Yeah, yeah, and, and, yeah. and lucky to get through to 0-0 at half-time. Yeah. We were all relieved that they did get through to, uh, to half-time at nil nil against Dagenham. But And it's there was a certain element
1: half-time. at half-time of rubbing your hands together thinking, right. right, we've survived that, Correct. now let's sort them out. Yeah. Uh, exactly the opposite
0: happened, didn't no, it? No, that's right. And... Um, Uh, Elliot Remain didn't play against Dagenham of course against his old club uh, his parent club sorry Um, he played on Tuesday night against Sutton and again put in a a shift as as, as he does Um, Brett Williams scored his first goal since coming back but if you keep conceding goals like United are conceding yeah. them at the moment, you've got no chance. You know, at the moment, United could score three and they might still lose. And um, the, if you watch the uh, the highlights, you watch them on the club website or wherever, they don't look pretty at the moment. Do they it? don't. We're
1: conceding soft goals.
0: Absolutely. Uh, uh, I, all I, How many of we well, should sit down and work out, of the six goals United have conceded in their last... Two home games. At least four of them have come from throw-ins from from an inability yep. to defend throw Dagenham's throw-ins. first was a throw-in. Yeah. The second was um, a free kick. Yeah. And the third the was third a down was, was a throw-in down yes, the right-hand side. Yeah. Um, uh, and at least two. I think the second, yeah, the second and the third on Tuesday night came from throw-ins. This makes um, coaches
1: tear their hair out, doesn't it?
0: Well, it does. It does. And and you know, Gary Hours came up afterwards, and he was saying, "Look, people are shouting at me to." You know, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. I should be doing the other. And I think he turned around. And he said, <laughs> he said I can't actually go on the pitch and, and no. tell people where to stand and, and all that kind of stuff." Um, and you know, you're talking here about a manager, uh, uh, experienced guy. You know, this. You know, it's not like he's only just started. No. Uh, Martin Cool, uh, UEFA Pro license coach. Um, you know, he's got all the qualifications you want. Yeah. Uh, um, a good coaching background at, a, at an excellent level. These are people who are pretty well qualified for the job. You know, if if these two weren't in charge, and you'd go out and look for somebody else, you'd look you'd struggle to find people yeah. that much more qualified than them. But I, I mean. You
1: just reach that point where, I mean, you can't see what we're doing here because there's no camera on there, but we're both shrugging our shoulders here. You know, there's just a the point you just can't understand no. how it's all gone so wrong over such a long period now.
0: And I think, you, you look at, look, it's, it's, it is a passionate game and you have to try, you know, and calm down in these situations as hard as it is, Yeah. but when you analyse it, The fact is, it is tough to build good teams at Talk United in the modern game. It is, because of all the reasons we know about. And too often, you end up, for financial reasons, going down and signing younger players from uh, championship clubs or whatever who have good careers in front of them, have talent, have ability. And then you pitch those into teams like Sutton United... And we'll, have a, we'll, we'll talk about Simon Walton and Simon Jamie Walton, Collins yeah, yeah. And, and a couple of other characters yeah, we've yeah. seen turned up. Rhys Prestige of Maidstone all look as if they should be uh, maybe, you know, behind the, 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 the till of a sweet yeah. shot. And they look and, as
1: if these kids should be running rings around them, don't they?
0: Exactly. But in this league... It tends not to work. No. If you're going to have youngsters like that, and uh, there's nothing against any of them, uh, they're, they're good lads and they're promising and they have talent and the, with a bit of luck they will go on and have good careers. Because we, we, ha-
1: we have four lone players from championship sites at the moment.
0: Uh, yeah, that's right.
1: We have Mishio Fete, Aaron Barnes, George Dowling and Hon- Conor Lemonhead. That's right, yeah. And, you know, I mean, they've all... Aaron Barnes is
0: is from Culturester actually, um, and uh, Tommy O'Sullivan is is from Culturester as well. But yeah, yeah.
1: But I mean, they're all being pitched into what should be and will be eventually, I'm sure, a dogfight. Yes. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, is um, it in the right place for them well, and are they the right people for us
0: they, they, they have played well at times yeah. I mean Dowling and Dow- S- Barnes scored a screamer at, at, at Maidenhead a fortnight ago Dowling in my eyes had his best game for United on that pitch which was a mud bath Yeah. Um, but then you know and it's not just to say this isn't down to them that there are senior pros in the team who, who, who should be doing better as well yeah. of course there are um, but the number of times on Tuesday night we had attacks down the right hand side Michele Fette, George Dowling, uh, Aaron Barnes was involved as well from time to time. When something pretty simple looked on, either an early cross, yeah. a shot or just commit yourself to go to if you get if it, if the worst thing that happens you get a throw in or a corner out of it, never mind, etc. Yeah. and the number of times that, that the wrong options were being taken, decision and the, making, and decision making yeah. It, it yeah. wasn't right, and, and we're talking that you know this is not under twenty three football. This is conference, national league muck and nettle football. Nettles, yeah. And, and yeah, yeah. we all hope that these lads, by the way, uh, 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 and we're <laughs> it looks as if we're pointing the finger at them a bit, which, which we're not really, but. Uh, uh, you know, we all hope they go on and have good careers they've um, all got the ability to yeah, they all look um, like
1: players. we've said that it was let's say it again, you know we'll be looking at them in a couple of years' time saying, yeah, we had them at our place for a while absolutely but this, I mean, these are difficult circumstances for them to play in aren't yeah they?
0: that's right and and there's a <laughs> my old friend Paul bastard, who I'm sure many of our listeners know, uh, uh, one of the supporters I feel so desperately for at the moment who, who whose support for the club has been absolutely unstinting. Thoughtful, committed supporters who, who usually talk a lot of sense. Yeah. And Paul is a great one for saying <laughs> in this division, and maybe even in the one above, unless you've got a couple of criminals in your team, and he calls them criminals. Yeah. Hey. Eh? you're usually found out and yep. I know exactly what he means and the br- most recently good example of one we had was probably Danny Racky, now Danny Racky is not a criminal to the best of my knowledge but you know what I mean yeah. out yeah. on a football pitch the Danny Rackies of this world in this league can Will and they'll, very win you, they'll win you a game or they'll, they'll stop the danger or they'll game. help someone yeah. else to win yeah, yeah. To, to, yeah. to win them a game and, and but here we come back to what we were just talking about before it's tough to get that kind yeah. of player or enough of them, enough of them to come down and build a team. And when Paul Buckle did it in 2007, Hargreaves, Sills, Todd, etc., yeah. uh, um, etc., et Nicholson... Briggans uh, Briggans uh, everyone, every one of them. W- well, yeah. not completely, <laughs> but, but you wouldn't pick a fight with any of them. No. Uh, uh, they, He was able to go out with a bit of money and a clean slate. He did, When he was brought in with Colin Lee as his... Mm. advisor, they did not go and get youngsters. The only youngsters I can remember who played any real regular part in the team at that team were Elliot Benyon, uh, uh, Danny Stevens, and, and Mark Ellis. They were the ones who were yeah. flitting in and out of the team or in the squad. All nearly all the others were established senior pros. United should have gone up the first year. They did go up the second yeah. year, and the rest is history. Uh, uh, and and I, you know, it is difficult. The finances is. is a major, major issue, and the geographical issues are another. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it's a it's a big old issue, and um, exactly. United are suffering from it at the moment.
1: So, but I mean, bearing in mind the need for experience and, and for the odd criminal in the uh, the middle of the field, how much have Turkey missed a player of the stature of Josh Gowling over the last couple of weeks?
0: Well, you have to say that United's defence always seems to look more secure with him than without him. Yeah, uh, um, and he's mi- he's been missing for the last two games. He played at Maidenhead and got injured just before half time. Uh, it's not a serious injury we, we understand and with a bit of luck he, he may well be back in time for Fylde which is on Saturday week of course, not yeah. this Saturday at home um, but you, you, when, when Gowling heads the ball it tends to stay headed Yeah, you know? yes. it, it, yeah. it goes those that extra 5 or 10, 15 yards uh, uh, which is crucial at this level mm. it's absolutely crucial at this level to clear your lines yeah. uh, it may not be the best ball in the world but it enables everybody to get set again and, and and sorted for the next attack. If it if headers keep dropping in and around your own box or just outside, as opposed to 15 yards outside the box, you are going to struggle. Yeah. And yeah. several of those ha- have, have happened in the last few home games. So it's a big mess, isn't it? Okay. Done.
1: We were talking as well about, you know, we're not saying that it's all over. We're not saying the game's up because we
0: won't say that until it's mathematically impossible. No, quite right. And I can absolutely understand Gary Howers adopting that pose. Yeah. You know, he, he has to keep this, you know, fighting. Yeah. United are 10 points adrift effectively with 11 games to go now. Uh, we'll have a look at some of the fixtures this weekend because they yeah. don't play this weekend. No. And of course, the danger is that they might end up on Monday morning uh, uh, even further adrift. Um, uh, now, there's reason, a few reasons to be cheerful that that might not happen this weekend, but okay, we'll come to that in a minute. Shall we, we do that now? Yeah, let's have a look at those now. Yeah, United are, are, are 10 points adrift with 11 games to go. They don't play this weekend because uh, um, Leighton Orient are involved in the FA Trophy. Mm-hmm. Uh, their next match is at home to Fylde on Saturday, Saturday week, week, March yeah. the 3rd. Um, this weekend, uh, the teams obviously that are uh, of import to United... Are teams like Halifax? By the way, they've got a new manager. Uh, uh, Jamie Fullerton's yes, got the job yeah, there. There yeah. was some speculation that Kevin Nicholson, uh, the former goals boss, might be in for that. Um, if he was, he's just missed out again. Jamie Fullerton yeah. uh, uh, has got that job. Uh, Chester are away to Dagenham. Now, D- uh-huh. Dagenham, I, w- I, w- I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have a fifty pence piece on what their results are going to be from one week to the next.
1: Well yeah they're going to be unpredictable yeah, aren't they, they because are, there's so many players hope moving in and out. That
0: Dagenham might beat Chester yeah. at Victoria Road. Halifax are away to Eastleigh. Eastleigh appear to be up one week and down the next uh, um, can't tell, like a lot it? of yeah. other teams. And so Halifax under new management. And Halifax under and they had a big big win on Tuesday yeah. night against Hartlepool which which is their first win since the old king died. So they've they, they picked up you, yeah. know, you you they would go there with a bit more help. Uh, Hartlepool, who lost at Halifax on Tuesday night, at home to Ebbsfleet. Ebbsfleet have been throwing money at trying to get into the playoffs, so they'll be up for that. Um, Maidstone, who are falling like a stone. They haven't won in the league since November the 11th,
1: when they won 1-0 at Plainmore.
0: Um, uh, They lost again on Tuesday night. Uh, They are at home to Tranmere. Now, you would hope, from our point of view... Tranmere, Tranmere, yeah. with all, everything that's at stake. Having said that, Tranmere got stuff four-one at home by Macclesfield on Tuesday night. Now I know Macclesfield are top of the table. United have drawn one all at Macclesfield and were good, pretty good value yeah. for it. Uh, and well, Macclesfield have got
1: Nathan Blissett playing for him now. Well, they? End of story. goals.
0: Yeah. So uh, um, Ma- um, Tranmere at Maidstone and Guiseley away to Sutton. Now you've got hopes that all of those results might go for United and let's keep everything crossed yeah. that they do the, by the way there's another important game on Tuesday night Guysley v Barrow at the bottom that's of course, enormous isn't it it its and of course the, 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 the results of the teams in the bottom four around United are in many ways less important than the ones that the, the Barrows the Hartlepools the Maidstones yeah. Who are just outside the bottom four? That you know, United cannot afford for them to get any further ahead. No. Um, uh, you know, in current circumstances. So, fingers crossed. Let's hope that the results are decent Makes for United over the weekend.
1: Only those to make it more frustrating that the the two home games have yielded absolutely nothing. Well, if you it?
0: think about it, if if you go back to last Saturday afternoon at three o'clock, United went into that game four points behind, at, away from safety. Yeah. Five, if you factor in their goal difference. If they'd beaten Dagenham yep. and gone into the game against Sutton, and let's say they'd got a point against Sutton, we yep. might be talking a totally different scenario now. Absolutely, totally different. Everybody would have been looking round and going, oh my goodness, here come Talky with their usual... Yeah, you know, here we go again. Here we go again. Instead, two successive home defeats, six goals conceded possibly, we are the, where we possibly
1: are. the pivotal week of the season. But that leads Still? us on to what we were going to talk about, which uh, if if the unthinkable happens and Chalky do get relegated, we had an interesting chat earlier on, before we came on air actually, about this, this business of whether they stay full-time or whether they go part-time. It's the question that's on everybody's lips at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, what, I think we can all
0: understand the club not embracing this at the moment, no. because, because they can't be seen to be doing that. Uh, uh, but it is part of the big conversation at the moment and and you know, let's hope and, and we are always optimistic here, are we not, um, that uh, it doesn't happen yeah, yeah. but uh, we put this to Clark Osborne a couple of weeks ago in a piece that went online and in the Herald Express and he was sort of understandably non-committal about what would happen mm-hmm. next season but the vibrations I'm getting and the rumours I'm hearing around playing more is that if United go down they would for all intents and purposes, stay part-time. Full-time. <laughs> Beg your pardon, we're all suffering. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Full-time uh, uh, next season for at least one year. Now, whether that turns out to be true or not, and, and it is speculation and yeah. it is rumour, um, uh, it r- remains to be seen. Um, but uh, Osborne appears to be uh, still very committed to trying to turn this club that would,
1: around. That would be a terrific commitment though, is it
0: because the, the, the attendances
1: will inevitably dwindle a exactly. little bit, unless now, we do a Stockport and suddenly begin to attract 3 or 4,000 to us. Well,
0: it, it, there you are. Um, uh, obviously, United will be slipping to a level that only clubs like York, mm. City, Stockport, County have done and I think they would be the first club from the level that United have been ever to drop into the Conference South. I think they would yeah. be the, in quotes, biggest, close quotes, club uh, in In the conference south, um, now, who knows you know what might happen if if United yeah. were there but but uh, you know United have not made any announcement on this, and I can understand why, and I can understand not even wanting to go there at the moment. but no. um, I think there are reasons to be optimistic on that front i think that 's probably the best way of putting it that uh, Clark Osborne uh, uh, appears and he said it to me, and it 's been in yeah. you know, in our paper and online. Um, that he uh, uh, is not about to walk away. Uh, he certainly has been providing considerable funding up to now in, a, in an effort to turn things around. Yeah. I mean, Gary Owls was saying on Tuesday night. Somebody, I think, somebody from the BBC. or well, by the way, we'll touch on the BBC in a minute. We, we've been getting uh, uh, her- horrendous, horrendous flak for their decision to move commentaries to online rather than uh, um, oh, Yes, wave of course. Bank. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll 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 speak about that in a second. Um, Uh, Yeah the guy from the BBC asked Gary whether he had any plans to go out and (laughs) sign any more players and he said well I could if I wanted to um, but uh," he said really you're in the territory of other people's cast offs at the moment aren't you and quite right too. Um, but so the, the
1: important thing is that you touched on just then as well, unlike at some other clubs uh, in our league who nobody wants to see in trouble, but somebody is still paying the bills at Playmore, aren't
0: they? Yes, they are. Um, and funnily enough, even on Tuesday night, a couple of people came up to me, you know, there was, what, 1,300 there, uh, everybody devastated after the final yeah. whistle, and, and a couple of people still came up to me and said, isn't this nice here? <laughs> you know, uh, it's smart, it's yeah. well run, um, it's... Uh, Solvent. Um, it's, you know, they'd had a nice meal beforehand, yeah. et etc., etc. cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, uh, And, you know, they were comparing it to uh, our neighbours up the road who admittedly are in the middle of a rebuilding programme yeah. going on, etc. And this is all part of our, our great frustration, isn't it? There is, that there is yeah. so much right about this football club
1: and so much wrong on the pitch and, and, uh, yeah. and at the moment yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's not happening on the no. pitch um, sure. but uh, there we are Twas ever thus if, if it yeah. was uh, if it was like right running a gardening centre it would yeah, be a little, bit, be uh, easier uh, as well, a little bit easier a little bit easier wouldn't it
1: any other business BBC
0: well yes it's just that the BBC a few weeks ago as I think quite a lot of people know um, took commentaries of United matches yep. um, uh, off the normal wavelength and put it online uh, which a lot of people have been struggling with especially older people who aren't Uh, Online (laughs) on a regular basis, uh, and they haven't been able to get commentaries of United's matches. Um, uh, uh, (laughs) Purely probably because I spout (laughs) on the BBC from some from time to time at matches. I think people have been saying, you know, having a go at me very nicely, they quite they soon accept that it's not my decision. Uh, so if anybody does have any argument, and actually even some of the people at the BBC, I think, are saying yeah. look, if you have any complaints, for goodness sake direct it them at, at, the, isn't it? Yeah. at the BBC. Yeah. Um, uh, because I don't think an awful lot of people have actually complained directly to yeah. BBC management um, about the decision to do this. Uh, so uh, anyway, uh, I don't mind fielding a few complaints, but uh, if you've really got a gripe... Um, uh, yeah. That's the place to do it. Okay.
1: Well, thank you very much for your. What company. are we going to do this weekend? I don't know. I don't know what. I'm going I am going to do. You'll I, be out I, on the bike, I, won't you? I went
0: out on my bike last Sunday, uh, uh, and I I was flogging up some hill somewhere, um, uh, and. I, I suddenly got near the top and and, and realised that because I was hurting so much I hadn't actually thought about football for about 5 or 10 minutes that's good therapy and, isn't and, it and I thought well this has got to work yeah. so, uh, so I, I think we'll be out that um, we, we've got a Saturday a weekend without football um, Let's do something uh, constructive well it, I think there are, there are some it. good games locally uh, yep. Newton Abbott I think are playing Bubby Tracy in a, in, in a cup tie At the REC uh, That might be It'd worth be good, having, having yep. a look at um, uh, But yeah I think everybody Could do with a deep breath And a, so. and a, and a girding of the loins uh, Before filed, uh, Saturday come week Come to play more on Saturday week
1: we'll, uh, we'll reconvene this meeting Next Thursday for next week's podcast Wouldn't miss it In the meantime thank you for your company And as ever come, come on, on you, you yellows, yellows.